Today we are down with students in First Year Willow Park. We will be hearing about how the new school year has been going for day boys and boarders and about a range of interests, hobbies and experiences that the lads want to share with listeners. Hi, I'm Andrew Keogh. And I'm Harry Harvey and we want to tell you about the business we have started. Uh, when school closed for quarantine, uh, Andrew and I wanted to try and make some money and we were joking around saying we'd make a billion year business. We'd seen ads on our phone about website builders, so we decided to check them out and we saw that they were actually legit. And we looked at like loads of videos and thought, why not, we can make some money. Uh, we looked at the reviews and they were all good. We started planning and the next thing, we were like really stuck into it, so we started setting up bank accounts and PayPal accounts and we started collecting money for investment. We got the right amount of money that we needed and started building the website. When we finished that, we started talking about what products people might like, researching what we could sell. We wanted to focus on the beanbags, t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, shirts and more. After that, uh, we put all the designs on the products and we published them to the store and then it was ready so anyone could just go on and buy it. Then we registered the name, name Agara. Uh, then we set up the store online and it was ready and we used all the money for marketing. Uh, however, we only made one sale and we were so angry. After a while, we forgot about it, and now we're getting multiple orders a day and we're doing really well. We have a great offer for anyone in Willow Park or Blackrock College. Just go to our website, www.agara.com, and, tell, and decide what you would like to buy. Then email us at agara66 at gmail.com. Mention that you are from Willow or the college, and we will give you a discount. Just make sure to tell us what products you would like. You can get an item with your own design. Just email us your photo. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to check out agar.com. That's E or G A or A dot com. Hi, my name is Sean, and I am a synced columns in Willow Park first year. I'm a boarder in the castle. I just arrived three weeks ago. I'm from Nanjing, which is in the south of China. I flew over from China on my way on to Ireland. On the way, I landed in Frankfurt. It was my first time in Europe when I arrived in Frankfurt Airport. It was absolutely huge. I walked along to the excite and there were two people there to check my passport. They said to me, this is the wrong passport. I was very nervous and I didn't know what to do. Then a policewoman came and she took me to a little room. After a long time, the policewoman walked out and said to me in a friendly voice, Hey little guy, this is the wrong way. Way, This is the way you need to go. I was free to go. I was able to get something to eat in the airport and then got on the plane for Ireland. It was a scary experience. All the people I met on my way to Ireland were very kind. When I landed in Ireland, a nice lady met me and brought me to DCU campus. I had to stay here, stay there for two weeks to make sure that I didn't have that I di- didn't have coronavirus. I made many friends there. They were all older than me. They were from many different countries, including Spain, France, and Germany. We went into Dublin city center and took lots of photos. Here, I miss my family a lot. My little sister, my baby brother, who was just born in August. I also miss my grandparents, my mom my, and, di- and dad, and of course, Chinese food. In Ireland, people like beef, stew, and bread, but Chinese food is different. We eat lots of rice. In Nanjing, 
where I am from. Everybody loves to eat duck. People always say no duck can walk out of Nanjing alive. Here, here in the boarding school, there are many kind housemasters. The facilities are excellent. I like the swimming club, and I am the best one there. I'm lucky that I can board in Blackrock, and I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for listening, and goodbye. Hello, my name is Daniel McDermott. I'm in Saint Columns in Willow Park, and I'm also a boarder. I am from Mullingar, and I've always lived in Ireland. The reason I've come to Willow Park is because it is a really good school in general, and boarding and boarding schools in particular. I'd like to tell you a little bit about my experiences boarding in the castle. What I really like about boarding is that you get to use the school's sports facilities. We can use the rugby pitches, the sprint track, the soccer pitches, the basketball courts, the tennis courts, and the sports hall. In the castle, there is a recreation room with a pool table, a foosball table, a ping pong table, and a piano. Whenever there are matches on, we can just go to the pitches to watch. This is a real benefit during the week with events and matches happening on campus so often. The food in the castle is quite nice. For our breakfast, there is usually porridge, cereals, toast, and eggs. Dinner can be anything from pasta bolognese to burgers and chips. In the evenings, once school is over, I go to after-school activities. After that, it's time for dinner. At six o'clock, we have our first study period. It goes on until quarter past seven. Then we have a break and we get a snack. The second study period is from eight to nine p.m. At nine thirty, we go to the sports hall to play touch rugby, which I really enjoy. At ten, we have to go to bed. In the castle, I share a room with two other boarders. It is a bit strange for me because at home I have a bedroom to myself. However, it's been a great way to get to know new people. I really look forward to the boarders weekends because I get to go home to my family. I hope you've enjoyed hearing about life as a boarder. Thanks and goodbye. Hi, my name is Kieran Byrne. Uh, I'm in St. Columns in Willow Park first year. I'm boarding in the castle. I want to tell you a bit about San Francisco, which is where I'm from, and also about what it's like in the boarding school. I lived in San Francisco for 10 years of my life. School in Ireland is different to school in America. When I was in a school in San Francisco, we had to do lockdown drills every month in case someone dangerous broke into the school. We also have a lot of earthquake drills as San Francisco is on the San Andreas fault line. And there are a lot, uh, there are lots of skyscrapers in the cities in America, which is different from Ireland. What Ireland has in common with San Francisco is the weather. It's always freezing and foggy. Uh, I think San Francisco is a very sad city because there are so many homeless people. Uh, some of them have mental health issues and they don't get enough help from the people in charge of the city. Uh, the air quality in San Francisco is really bad because of the big wildfires around California and the smoke affects the air we breathe. I came to Ireland when I was 10 years old. I went to primary school called St. Joseph's in Arklow. I used to play uh, rugby for Gorey. Uh, I love playing loads of sports including rugby, soccer, basketball, American football, baseball. When I came to the boarding school it was a bit strange at first sharing a room with two other people and I had to get used to everything being scheduled. I'm really enjoying uh, now. We usually uh, have a tip rugby match in the sports hall every night, which is great fun. I like the fact there are people from all over the world in the boarding school, and I get to hear their stories. Overall, it's uh, been a really positive experience so far. I hope you've enjoyed listening to my story. Thank you. Bonjour, je m'appelle Tom Bourret, and I'm in St. Paul's in Willow for a year. I've lived in Bordeaux, which is in France, and I would like to tell you a little, about, a little bit about my life there. 
French schools are very different to Irish ones. For example, the equivalent of sixth class is their first year of secondary school. They focus more on football too. Rugby clubs are not as common as in France. I lived there for five years. French food is very famous. Bordeaux is especially known for its delicious pastry, Canelie. There are bakeries everywhere and it is quite common to eat pastries for breakfast. France is also famous for its wine and cheese. Some schools even take children to chateaus where wine is made. Kids can squash grapes, drink the grape juice, cut grapes from vineyards and go to wine barrels to see where it is kept. French people are also very proud of their bread. It is a big part of their culture. Halloween is not celebrated in France. They still get the break from school, but October 31st is the same as any other day. Other than that, most of the holidays are the same. Tourism is part of life in France. There are many beautiful places to visit, such as the Eiffel Tower, Arc de Triomphe, the Louvre, and the Seine River. And that's just in Paris. Some places are known for the heat, some for snow. The Alps are one of the most renowned places in the world for skiing. I've also lived in America. Life there was very different to France. There is a cafeteria in every school and the school system is very complicated. Success is the start of middle school and third year is the beginning of high school. The most popular sports in America are baseball, swimming, American football and cross country. Halloween is in America is amazing and it's everywhere. Most schools get everyone to dress up, not just the younger kids. Also, Easter is much more important. It is celebrated much more than it is in Ireland. Restaurants organize egg hunts and almost every household prepares a feast including lots of chocolate. What really sets America apart, though, is their own holiday, which is Thanksgiving in November. People see this as the most important holiday and as a time when families get together. In schools, there are countless activities based on it. Kids make their own ornaments and learn their shared history. Thanksgiving dinner includes turkey and maybe just another form of meat, gravy, vegetables, and a special type of bread. It is not celebrated just on the day. Festivals are held between before and Thanksgiving. Uh, America's music is also a big part of their culture. Most songs played on the radio are American, and there are so many genres, including rap, pop, and country. It feels like a world in itself in such a vast country. All in all, I've loved experiencing living in America, France, and Ireland. For sure, though, France and Ireland have always been in my heart. Thank you for listening to my story. Hello, my name is Jack Murphy from St. Paul's class in Willow Park first year. I'm going to be talking about my favorite book series, Harry Potter. The reason I like Harry Potter series so much is because it's very entertaining and lively, and it's book series almost for all ages. It's very creative and magical, and it gets you hooked immediately, even after the first paragraph. I also love the characters in the books. They all have their unique personalities, and it's fun to read their adventures and see them growing up throughout the books. The books are about a boy named Harry Potter who is raised by his awful aunt and uncle because his parents are dead. They were murdered by Lord Voldemort. But then one day, Harry gets a letter from Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, and he goes to school there. He becomes an excellent wizard who must defeat Lord Voldemort before Voldemort becomes the most evil and powerful sorcerer in the entire world. As ever, the uh, the books are far superior and intriguing than the movie versions of the series. Okay, I've seen the movies, and they are still excellent, but the books are even better. I made a mistake in that I watched the movies first and then read the books. I was so shocked at how much the movies had left out. It was unbelievable. The books include so much more subtle details than the movies, which is why the books are a lot better. My absolute favorite book out of the series is the fifth one, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. It's my favorite because it shows a real change in Harry's life. It's also the most thrilling and mysterious book out of the seven. It's full of action and has all the ingredients for an amazing book. I decided to start reading the Harry Potter series last year. My mother had read the books because they were th- when they originally came out and had talked about them. 
She was full. She has the full set of them. She encouraged me to read the books, and I read them all in just about one month. It was so hard to stop reading because each chapter would end on a cliffhanger, and I would always want to know what happened next. I read them all once, but I might read them again in the future. If I had one chance to meet any of the characters in the books, it would be Neville Longbottom. He is always at the wrong place at the wrong time. He is very funny and de definitely one of my favorite characters. Also, I think the actor that plays Neville Longbottom in the films, Matthew Lewis, is a great actor and uh, plays the role convincingly. The author of Harry Potter is J.K. Rowling. She has written another book called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. This book is mentioned in the middle of some of the Harry Potter books. She also wrote The Crimes of Grindelwald. There are movies of these two books as well. Some of the characters in Harry Potter series are in these books too. For example, Dumbledore, who is head of Hogwarts in Harry Potter, also plays a part in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. So I would recommend these books as well. I hope you have enjoyed hearing about the Harry Potter books. If you'd like a nice long series full of amazing adventures, you should read them. It's really fun, and you might be surprised at how much you like it. Thank you for listening to my review. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Tom Hayden, and I'm in St. Paul's in first year in Willow Park. Today I'll be talking about a well-known film from the 1990s. Many of you listening will be familiar with this comedy, which has won numerous awards ever since it was released. However, for some of you, the name might only ring a small bell. You might have heard of it, but you don't really know it. Perhaps a friend spoke to you about it one day, but you weren't listening properly, or the name just popped up on television. Whatever happened, it may have become lost in the gigantic sea at the back of your brain. The film is Groundhog Day. The year was 1993. After several years of writing and filming, the makers of this fantasy comedy, including director and writer Harold Ramis and writer Danny Rubin, were celebrating its success. The film was a huge hit and earned over $70 million at the box office in North America alone. The film received many award nominations and won the BAFTA Award for Best Original Screenplay. The stars of the film, namely Bill Murray, Andy McDowell and Chris Elliott, went on to appear in several critically acclaimed films. In my opinion, this film was a major turning point for Bill Murray. Up, on, up until this point, people regarded him as a comedy actor only, but the philosophical meaning behind Groundhog Day caused him to be seen in a new light. Groundhog Day will always be a favourite of mine, because the style of the film is unique. From start to finish, the film teaches viewers a variety of emo emotional lessons on how you should live your life, but this message is delivered in hilarious set pieces. Set in the town of Punxsutawney in Pennsylvania, the protagonist, Phil Connors, works as a weather presenter. At the beginning of the film, it is the 1st of February, and Phil reassures his Pittsburgh viewers that a blizzard due to arrive the next day will miss the city entirely. Then he goes to Punxsutawney to broadcast his annual coverage of Groundhog Day on the following day. His coverage of the exciting Groundhog Day events is lazy and unenthusiastic. Also, on the same day, the blizzard that Phil assured viewers would not arrive does and wrecks havoc on Punxsutawney. This clearly demonstrates that he is both foolish and arrogant. The blizzard forces him to stay in Punxsutawney for the night. The next morning, when Phil wakes up, everything around him is rather strange. He is most surprised when people tell him that it is the 2nd of February, Groundhog Day, and that the festivities will soon begin. Wasn't that yesterday? The morning after that, Phil wakes up and it is once again Groundhog Day, the 2nd of February. By this point, he realises that he is trapped in a time loop, but only he is aware of it. Earlier, 
I mentioned how Groundhog Day was a fantastic hit when it was released, due to the strong philosophical meaning behind the film. I think this is the part of the film where the philosophical message fits in. For most of the film, Phil is completely trapped in the time loop, forever reliving the same day. I personally believe his life in the time loop goes through four distinct phases. Firstly, he is confused. During this phase, Phil continues to be both unpleasant and unreasonable. He's constantly asking the locals why it is always Groundhog Day, but to no avail. Only he is trapped in the time loop. In the second phase, he takes advantage of his situation. He commits robbery and other dangerous activities. Then he tries to seduce his colleague Rita. He uses the time to learn more about her and constantly tells her that he loves her. In spite of his clever attempts to manipulate her, she rejects him. This seems to be the moral of the story. Being a self-centred person, regardless of one's social circumstances or wealth, will never end in success. Although the results of arrogance may not be as drastic or haunting as what happens to Phil, the lesson being taught remains the same. The third phase, after he's enjoyed the time loop, is depression. He becomes desperate to escape his situation and even tries to end it all. Finally, he becomes a lovely character who cares for other people more than himself. This benevolent behaviour demonstrates that he has used his knowledge of the time loop to change himself for the better. This is what finally frees him from Groundhog Day. In my opinion, the main character of a film usually has some control over how the plot pans out. If he or she is kind to others, the story will typically end well for them. If they're an angry, evil character, they'll either learn their lesson and improve their behaviour or end up in a horrible position at the end of the film. Phil Connors is no exception. At the start of the film, his personality has many flaws, but by the end, he has changed so much as a person. He is keen to tell others how wonderful they are. When he realises that his feelings for Rita are sincere, he wakes up on the 3rd of February and knows that he has escaped the time loop. He tells Rita that he has finally found happiness. Thank you for listening to my analysis of Groundhog Day. If you have not seen this film, I highly recommend it. I'm sure you will not be disappointed. That's all from me. Hi, my name is Killian Staunton and I'm in St. Aidan's in Willow Park. I'm going to tell you about my favourite series of books. It's the Gone series by Michael Grant. The Gone series is a six-book series. In Perdido Beach, California, in the blink of an eye, everyone aged 15 and over disappears. Everyone left behind is confused and no one knows what to do. They soon realise that they are stuck in a giant impenetrable dome. If you touch it, it will hurt you. The children inside also discover that they cannot dig down to escape as there is another half of the dome underground. They call this dome the Phase, which stands for Fallout Alley Youth Zone. Fallout Alley is a nickname for Perdido Beach as a few years before a meteorite crashed into the nuclear power plant, causing a huge explosion which killed one person. Before the phase, some of the kids had been developing powers. Sam Temple has the power to project light that can burn through anything, and Kane Saren has the power of telekinesis. Soon after the dome went up, more people began to develop powers. Brianna could run at super speeds, Decker could cast small gravity in a certain area around her, and Lana could heal herself and other people very quickly. A few days after all the adults had disappeared, cars started to arrive at Perdido Beach from a school in the mountains called Coates Academy. The Coates kids claim that everyone has to work together, but Sam and some of the others who have developed powers suspect that something else is going on. There is a mineshaft near Perdido Beach where there is a weird creature called the Darkness. This creature gave all the kids their power, but it is actually evil. It wants everyone in the face to die, and when it is finished with that, it will move on to the rest of the world.
It also controls one of the kids from Coates Academy called Drake. Drake is really crazy. He loves pain and wants to watch people get hurt. If you don't do what the darkness tells you, it will inflict unbearable pain on you. In the first book called Gone, the Perdido Beach kids and Coates Academy kids have a fight. They attack each other and try to claim superiority. The second book is called Hunger. As the name suggests, food is scarce and everyone is hungry. People are even fighting with their friends so that they can eat. They're even eating pets. In the third book, Lies, a guy called Zill decides that he's had enough of the mutants. They're the people with powers. He threatens to burn down the houses of any mutant who doesn't leave. When he does burn down a house, the fire rages out of control. The fourth book is called Plague. A terrible plague comes to Perdido Beach. This plague is definitely worse than the flu. It makes people cough their lungs out. They try to cure it, but they can't. In the fifth book, Fear, the wall of the dome starts to turn black. Without light, it will be impossible to grow food and hard to see. Diana, Cain's girlfriend, has a baby, but the darkness steals the baby from her after it is born. The darkness, who is called Guy in her human form, has a problem. She's connected to all of the people in the phase, which means that if someone has a power, she has it too. But if she kills someone with a power, she will lose that power. She's killing lots of people, so she must be stopped. The sixth and final book is called Light. The dome suddenly turns transparent. Everyone from outside can see in and everyone inside can see out. Everyone has to work together to stop Gaia. This is my favourite series of books because there is lots of action and it is really enjoyable to read. I would recommend these books to anyone who likes a science fiction series. The books are long, almost 500 pages each. I hope you enjoyed them as much as I did. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name is Lurkin Golden. Hi, my name is Hugh Carvel. And we're going to be talking to you about a couple of video games today. I'll be talking about Terraria. Terraria is a 2D adventure game where you spawn on a map full of non-player characters, NPCs, bad guys and bosses. You can play with your friends or on your own. I prefer to play with a couple of my friends. Many YouTubers have played this game such as PewDiePie, Jacksepticeye and Markiplier. Uh, I used to make YouTube videos about this game myself but I was like eight years old so yeah, it's kind of cringy. <laughs> Uh, bosses include Gollum, Plantora, and the Eye of Cthulhu. Uh, overall, I'd rate this game probably 4 out of 5 stars. I would have given it more, but uh, at one point it just became too easy, and it was not challenging enough. My favourite game is a true classic Minecraft. Uh, it's a masterpiece. The game truly took off with thousands of players. I would watch YouTubers like DanTDM and Stampy for hours. Uh, the company that created Minecraft, Mojang, has made millions off out of Minecraft. YouTubers made amazing channels, creating amazing worlds in, in the game. Uh, but a few years ago, the game sort of died, and updates became scarce. The game became a fun memory for many as people moved to other games. Every now and then, I watched an old video on YouTube, but they were aimed at younger audiences, so I didn't enjoy them as much. However, a YouTuber called PewDiePie recently released some videos and created iconic characters and structures. He lifted the game from the dead. It became bigger than ever. Uh, it inspired many YouTubers to play it again. It was great to see so many people playing it once again, once more. Uh, I'll always think of Minecraft as a great game. Thanks for listening and bye. Hi, I'm Oji Milani. And I'm Jack Deegan McGovern. And today we'll be talking about Netflix's new movie release. Hubie Hubie Halloween. Halloween. Um, so a few uh, familiar actors you'll know from this film is Adam Sandler. You may know from Grown Ups 1 and 2, Bedtime Stories, all these different movies. Then you have Kevin James. 
you may know him again from Grown Ups 1 and 2, Paul Blart Mall Cop 1 and 2. Yeah, and then Cranbar, who? He's from Disney Channel. He plays the role of Ravi in the TV show Jesse and Bunked. And then you will also know, well, if you don't know her, then, well, you've probably been living under a rock. <laughs> uh, Julie Bowen from Modern Family. She has been in it for a decade now, so... She plays Clay. She play, plays Claire Dunphy, and um, then we have Noah Schnapp from TikTok and, and Netflix Stranger Things. Yeah, very pretty famous, I'd say. So this movie is a comedy slash kind of horror movie. It's a pretty goofy kind of funny movie that's yeah. definitely good for family and friends. It is age rating twelve. Yeah. Um, so the movie starts off with an escaped convict from an asylum. Yeah, and uh, he's going towards um, the town that it's based in, Salem. Yeah. Um, so Hubie is really, well, he's a scaredy cat. He's very easy to scare, and they prank him every year. Well, he's the main character, played by Adam Sandler. Yeah, and the people in the town prank him every year. It's a town tradition. I guess you could say that. Yeah. So he's just a big scaredy cat and he's a bit of a goofball living in his own world who loves Halloween and tries to make it very safe. So he has a crush on the town's... Well, she won the best looks in the high school. Like the the nicest person, the prettiest person in the high school. And he was the most likely to marry a pillow. Yeah. And it is played by... Julie Bowen, and in the movie she is known as Violet Valentine. So, basically, what happens in the movie is, well, to start, um, Hubie DuBois, since he's kind of like a dork and stuff, all these kids keep chasing chasing him on on their bikes, throwing things at him, such as axes and fire, somehow. Strange. Yeah, well, basically, in the movie, Halloween is coming up, and Hubie is going around to schools, giving them the safety talk, and Getting food thrown at him. <laughs> a lot of food. And um, he goes up on Halloween to a party, and he's hoping to bust some teenagers drinking. And, well, he definitely finds drinking teenagers, you could say. And people aren't very happy about this. One guy decides to prank the living daylights out of Hubie. So they go up to him all in a, in a rush and go, Hubie, Hubie, there's a kid lost in the corn maze. That The corn maze is beside the... The party. The, the party, yeah. So uh, Hubie takes on the responsibility and says he'll go find the kid because he wants to make it a safe place. And as he's wandering through the maze, the person who's about to prank him is taken. As Hubie approaches him, he is dragged through the cornfield out of sight. Basically, very yeah. spooky. And Hubie is very freaked out by this. And yeah. basically, throughout the movie, more people start to disappear, and he sets out to find the pe- the culprit and yeah. hopefully stop them before any harm is done. So this is definitely a recommended movie. Great for Halloween, great for a good laugh. It's a 12s movie, as we said. Great for family and friends. Highly yeah. recommend it. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'm Jack, and that's and, AJ. Yeah. Thank you.